I just came back from the salon. And for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time <laughs> with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells un. Believable, Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze's other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. Conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Roe. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roco slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. Ho, ho, ho is probably 
how Danielle Staff introduces herself to Santa Claus. And it's also a reminder that we are now in the holiday season and nothing says holidays and charitable efforts and merry cheer quite like purchasing Andy's Girls merchandise. Yes, that's right. We now have an official Andy's Girls merch store available on Public. And guess what, you guys? It couldn't have been easier. There's a link to purchase on the description for this week's very magical, very special episode of Andy's Girls. You can get hoodies. You can get t-shirts. You can get buttons, stickers, notebooks, mugs, anything your heart imagines. My God, I really actually do believe that Coupon Cabin purchased his engagement ring for Tinsley after being inspired, inspired by the beautiful designs and, you know, like illustration of me that's available on a t-shirt. My God, the love that that brings, the joy that that brings, the merriment that that brings. It's just almost unbelievable, except it's totally believable because it's available today. And you guys, special holiday pricing. And that sale is whatever is listed on the website, which is magical and also not, unfortunately, set by myself. But really, do yourself a favor. And by yourself, I mean my checking account. And get yourself or your sister, brother, mother, father, puppy, office mate, hated boss, um, and Andrew's Girls mug today. O-M-G. Merry Jewish and enjoy this week's episode of Andy's Girls. I don't need an ice tray to give you a chill. I may be literary, but don't trip. still <gasps> You guys, we have a writer in the head. I died for it. This is going to be quite an episode. I can feel it already. You guys, it's Andy's Girls. It's episode 136. Oh, wow. Which she works. She does. And I was trying to think to myself, how many taglines have I done? Because for some of the apps that have been like recaps mm-hmm. or Bravo Liberty stuff, I haven't necessarily begun. But I've done over 100. So at this point, they're just like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I've, I've put in the, the work. You, right? you get it. Okay. She's, she's clever. We got it. <laughs> um, you guys, it's Andy's Girls 136. And I'm so excited to be joined by a new guest on the People's People's Couch. And... The man, the myth, the legend, Michael Arsenault, the New York Times bestselling author of maybe the best title of all time, I Can't Date Jesus, Love, Sex, Family, Race, and Other Reasons I've Put My Faith in Beyonce, and his second book, I Don't Want to Be Poor, which chronicles his struggles with private student loans and actual economic anxiety. Just kidding. It's being rewritten now is now available for pre-order. What did I fuck up? I don't want to die poor. That makes people laugh. Yes, it's fun. Close enough. What did I say? Be poor. I don't want to be poor either. Oh, my God. And I had die poor down. It's all right. Oh, my God. Well, I don't want to both be or die poor. Yes. So it does work. And and when is it? When is it like out? out April 7th, 2020. Um, Pre-orders matter. It helps, you know, particularly marginalized members of the community make the list. It actually helps people order my books, you know. 
I might have made the list the first time, but I'm still black and gay, so we got to work through that. Yes. And I'm actually hoping my first Real Housewife endorsement <gasps> from Candace Dillard for <gasps> I Can't Date Jesus will help me. In the meanwhile, I'm trying to get more Bravo people to <laughs> read my work. Okay, so are you a Candace stan? I mean, it's great that y'all have collabed before. You know what's so interesting? She actually found me online because of my book. I didn't realize that she... So we both went to Howard University. She's oh, great. younger than me. Okay. So she was on campus and someone gave the book to her and <gasps> she reached out to me and said the nicest things about the book, uh, particularly about how I write about my complicated relationship with my mom, obviously. Oh my that God. That related to her if you watch <gasps> The Real Housewives of Potomac. Which, Holy shit. Which along with New York to me is like the best of the yeah. franchises right now. Um, Completely. No disrespect to Atlanta, but the crab cakes are beating the peaches. <laughs> um <laughs> Kenya Moore's return be damned. But yeah, she was very sweet. So I was actually very, very honored that a real housewife endorsed my book that I told my editor who understood. Yes. I, so have you stayed in touch with her? Did you send her a galley of book I number two? actually just, because we're still sending them out. Right, right, right. I'm supposed to get one, so hit them I up. I mean, um, what up guys? I just sent her a book. Um, oh my god! Because so it's about student loan debt, and while clearly she probably she doesn't have those problems, she can relate to me and my broke bitch struggle at Howard and beyond. She might not have had student loan debt, but she does seemingly have financial insecurity because it's not hers directly, right? Like there does seem to be some sort of imbalance you in the know, relationship with her mom, or am I totally I off? I think the mom obviously helps, which is you know if a mom can help you, take the help. I mean, I, I feel actually, like the mom underwrites. I actually don't like how a lot of the other housewives bag on her about like, well, you did it at your mom's house, your mom's house. Like, first of all, Ashley, you marry some man clearly for money. Um, yeah. Giselle, you married that awful homophobic pastor, Jamal Bryan, because you like being the first lady and it was a rich church. Um, what's her name? The one married to Karen. Florence Juan Dixon. Um, oh, Robin. Robin. I always forget. That's a telling. Um, <laughs> but her hair is cute. Um, you married an NBA player. What did you think that was? Like, yeah. how is this really any different from... Monique, clear girl. Um, so yeah, I think they give it a hard time because but I will say Candace has she sells hair, she does the pageant businesses, she works. I don't think she's like I get what you mean, like if your mom is still helping you, but she's at least doing something with the businesses. Because I'm like, girl, Robin, you took forever to flip that house. Meanwhile, Candace still selling weave on the internet. Right, you're totally right. And yeah. Robin made what, like thirty K? Like if I needed a ponytail, like a swoop bang, <laughs> I would ask Candace, what's up? <laughs> so what do you think about this whole Michigas with Candace and Monique. Oh, I, first of all, I really wish the show was on right now. Right? It's, I'm dying. I'm so upset okay, it's not on air. I'm so dying. I'm dying. I, I, I know a lot of people piled on Candace because she said, drag me, Monique. Yeah. But from what I read on the, um, the legendary message board, <laughs> <the> Lipstick <laughs> Alley, a friend sent to me. It seems like, I mean, I don't know, allegedly. Right. I mean, I don't know. Monique does react violently. I actually used to be a really big Monique fan. Yeah. Um, because who else is going to take on Giselle? Right. With the, all that shit she be on. And also, Giselle is really pretty. She's like an evil Vanessa Williams. But those looks, mama is, oof, praying for her. But you know what it is? It's all that homophobia from her husband affecting her oh, stylist. Oh, no. I think with Monique, I kind of personally don't like the idea of them getting extra violent. There are certain shows that you can watch for that. Like maybe a love and hip hop or mm. even a Vanderpump Rules. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I don't really want that from my housewives. Yeah, it's too trashy for them. That's not what I'm signed right. up for. Especially with, like, you're the one with actual money. Yeah. You're supposed to be, you know, not the grand dame because that's Karen. But I don't know. I'm uncomfortable with 
her actually getting that violent. It sounds it, from what I read, like she snatches her down and starts punching her. Like the cops are involved. This is not what I want from my housewives. And Maryland are the Maryland housewives are supposed to be like the city ones. If you're country, you know what that means, or at least southern. <laughs> so like I just I'm disappointed, and I actually like their friendship. It's just so strange to me that now these women are suing each other, which I thought was not that you weren't able to do that. I'm like, are you both going to be without a job? Like, I don't know how this works because otherwise Candy would have sued um, Phaedra. I would have thought like, so why are they allowed to sue each other or at least threaten to sue each other? No, I think like papers have been filed. Don't they both have to go to court the same day? Oh my God. Like, Talk we about looks. I don't want any of this. Yeah. I mean, I want them to yell at each other and I want them to fight, but I don't want literal dragging. And I also don't want it to get to a position where we have to choose one over the other because Monique should have been on that trip that J- they just took. It is oh, crazy right. to me that not she's go. not there, or at least she's not pictured. Well, like, alleg- that's insane. Well, allegedly, the other girls were concerned. Like, I don't bring that violence around me. Um,. I don't buy into, I don't think of Monique as a violent person in the same way that, I mean, Portia's different because she had a couple instances prior, but I don't think of Portia even back then as necessarily violent. I think of her as someone who can be triggered if provoked. I I am like a Portia. We don't, you don't want the smoke. Just we're we're trying to be above that. I don't know. Monique did pull that, that, that um, umbrella to Robin's neck one season. Remember that? She was like, I will choke you out. So that's kind of what it is. I think in, Portia can be triggered yeah. and might react violently. Yeah. But even in the Kenya situation, Kenya's an awful human being. Um, she's blocked me on Twitter. I don't know why. She probably, whatever. Um, I actually have that as a question for you. Oh, go, let's go to that. <laughs> why did you block me? Well, I was like, I did my research, obviously. And so you had written a piece oh, that's probably it, for Hello Giggles where you mentioned that she blocked you. It was a piece about... You really did your research. I really did about all things Lanethia Leaks, which I want to ask you about. But why... So what preceded... The blocking. I think she probably searched her name or saw a retweet when I used to actively retweet. I mean, tweet live, tweet the housewives. Oh, yeah, which uh, is a lot of work. Maybe that's what it was a few years ago. And it's one day I clicked on it and it was like, oh, I'm blocked. But I didn't care because I don't really. Uh, I'm glad Kenya's back on the show. I feel very bad for basically everything that's ever happened to her. But I'm not a fan. She's actually very popular among a lot of gay men. So I've actually been around men I'm interested in on dates mm. and they are very offended that you uh, don't yeah, love her literally some mm, he fond too um well he's that wasn't a date but hanging out over the weekend and he he likes Kenya and I was just like was that a deal breaker or did you overlook it um I will say a, a someone from years past who really liked Kenya it was a sign of his character um <laughs> and that didn't work out um, oh my god this time you know I just think Everyone makes mistakes. His overall character is fine. He just I think people enjoy the theatrics of Kenya Moore, which I, I get that. But I kind of think she's a really mean, nasty person. And I understand she's hurt. But she just goes below the belt too often. Like, I actually did not like how she treated Portia at the reunion. I don't like how she talks. You mean Portia. the scepter? Yeah, when she yeah. got snatched. Yeah, like yeah. All, the way she talks to Portia. I'm like, I'm glad they're cool now, but yeah. she's nasty. Born. Yeah. I, don't, I like Shay, but, like, she's nasty. And... God bless her with that man. I wouldn't wish that on her, though. Unlike Kenya, I'm not that mean. I'm, I'm a Portia. Don't trigger me. So when Kenya was announced to return, what was your like first instinct, first thought? 
I thought she was good for the show. Right. But if I can be honest. Yeah, tell me. This season so far, it's fine. But it's not like they, they made a big deal like, oh, we brought Kenya back. It's going to be this. Like, it's so far, it's kind of eh. Maybe it gets better. Like, I mean, I was inter- it was fine yesterday, but like Nene still doesn't film with all of them. I think this show needs a major kind of, I think they took too long to replace everyone a few years ago when it was like transitioning. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good to bring in Eva, even though whatever. Um, I actually like that Kenya pushed back on Eva last night. Yeah, I thought that there Eva was a good fa- friction. Eva can be fake. And Eva, yeah, I don't feel like Eva's insults are as organic or if they are maybe they are but she also feels theatrical in a way that doesn't feel organic to the show like Portia can be theatrical even when Kenya is being manipulative and she's like being shady for the show like bringing the doll I still feel like it feels true to her versus I Eva. I there's something that's oh, off there. God, I'm about to say something nice about Kenya Moore. Um, how I initially took Kenya Moore because I was familiar with her doing cameos in '90s, like Miss All of That. Um, I was like, oh, you're like Lisa Kudrow in the comeback. This is for you. You're playing a reality star. This is your come up. You're. I love the comeback. I love Lisa Kudrow. Oh, it's so that was good. my association. So sometimes I think she can be too mean, but I do think Kenya is good for the show. I just wonder sometimes with the the, the they added all of these women. Like, we don't need Yovana. Why is Yovana there? Because Nini has no friends. Like, Yovana's thirsty. I'm Yovana. I'm that bitch from Clark. I asked Clark people. I was like, girl, you aren't that. But whatever. Let me shut up. Um, I just don't get her. She, I don't she, get her at all. Like, Marlo already fills that role. Right. And Marlo does it better. Right. I, had to, I, I finally warmed up to Marlo. Ditto. I couldn't. I cannot believe it happened. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it happened. When Wendy Williams was giving her a hard time last week, I was like, actually, Marlo's giving me everything right now. This St. Laurent, this Balenciaga, this, we, this swoop. She's raising her, like, she's a nice person. Yeah, she's raising her nephews. She's the... What is it? Monty or something? Mon- whatever that word. Monty yes. whatever. I, I was like, girl, just say you auntie raising them kids. That's why I mean, make it dramatic. But it feels like she's revealed. I mean, the whole critique against Marlo to this point has been, well, an answer to why hasn't she gotten a peach? I have heard different things. One is production's nervous about her criminal history and arrest record. Second thing is how is she actually making her money? Can she be honest about where that like more detailed than she has been previously about who's paying for the house, who's paying for the cars, who's paying for the mortgages, whatever else. And has she said homophobic things on camera before? And is she, that still a memory that's in production's head? You know, I I remember being angry at her about the homophobic comments. But I think, you know, a lot of women sometimes who, you know, have a lot of gay men around them when they're angry, their true feelings come out. I think that for her was kind of like a moment where hopefully she did some interrogation. Hopefully the gay men in her life were Mm. like, this is what. Right. But I have no indication to, I'm willing to forgive her for that because I think she actually finally apologized. Mm -hmm. It was ugly. It was wrong, but she's actually not the first because frankly, a lot of women on the Real Housewives of Atlanta have said homophobic things. They've had infused homophobic storylines. So I don't. Yeah. Juicy Joe alone. Yeah. I don't feel like that critique is fair mm-hmm. also about how she makes her money um teresa judice can we can we name judy J? I'm sorry whichever one she goes or judice judice yeah i forgot she's, so many i was like is that i don't know Mar- give marlo a peach she does the work and actually more often than not in this, the seasons that have been kind of uh, like the last few years marlo's been often the saving grace she's good on the show and 
she if you date one billionaire, I'm sure that's enough. He can buy you the house. He can give you the money to start your businesses. That whatever. I wonder, does she, from whomever her benefactor, Bo, whatever you want to call that person, I wonder how much of the reticence to giving her a peach comes from production versus comes from unnamed people saying like, we don't want, or I don't want you to give any more information about this. It feels like, and the sense is that it's leaning more toward production, but I'm very worried about her. Right. And I don't, but they are also using her because she's filming as she's obviously, as you said, filming more than Nini right now. She might as well like for year, at least two years now, maybe three. She's deserved it. She's might as well have been a full time housewife. She is brought in to stir the pot. And in this season, she's actually telling us about her life. Um, in yeah. the way that a real housewife was like, give her the peach. I feel like she's being as emotionally vulnerable as we could want in from someone her. from her understanding that like the standard is different for her than anyone else. Yeah. Like, and I'm, that's not even a critique. That's just like, she's got a lot going on in her life and some of it she's truly going to be private about and that's her choice, but she's giving us a look right at other aspects that we haven't received before. And if you think seen. she's a scammer, it's Atlanta, join the club, like whatever. I mean, Eva, Phaedra, Phaedra, no shade. Eva moving around all them houses was a little suspicious. She she has a regular ass house. I'm which is fine. That's different. But <laughs> I love I love Marlo's cute little townhouse. I want to see more of that. I mean, you had Kim Zosiak. Marlo is is Marlo not just maybe a more aggressive, actual charged up at one point <laughs> in her life. I, I I believe in forgiving. Mm-hmm. She's done her time yeah. or whatever. <laughs> She's kind of Kim Zosiak for a season. Wow, that Just, is an insult to Marlo. Well, okay, I want to add in. No, but that is true. A chicer. Yeah, she's well, she's much chicer. Like Marlo, I am into what Marlo presents. Even if I didn't like her, I love yeah. the look. She gives me what I expect from a real housewife. The labels, the taste, the grandeur, like all of these things. Like she's really good. I cannot believe I'm being this nice about Marlo. I could not stand her like two years ago. I I'm in the same position that you are. I cannot believe it. But we are here. And We've come to this point. And it's just at this point, Nini being mad at everybody. I, Nini is still mad that she's no longer the center of the show. It's like it's very Vicky Gumbelson. Except yeah. Nini has enough. Nini would never be a friend on the show. Right. She, well, well, no. Wait, she, she was one once, season, but I think at this point she's decided she has enough clout that she does not want to serve that anymore. Before, there may have been a reason for it because she was filming other TV shows, right. like she was doing scripted work. Now she doesn't she, have that excuse. She's so mad she's back. What? So in your article for Hello Giggles, you talked a lot about the current state of affairs with yeah. Nini, and I think it was going into last season or or – going into this most recent season um what how do you feel about her presence on the show now and and her future nini was initially kind of like comic relief Mm -hmm. it got a lot darker Mm -hmm. too mean i think last season i felt nothing but sadness for Mm -hmm. um and i want her to i want to enjoy nini on the show again in the way that i always have but i think she's so angry and not honest about that anger. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes she doesn't really fit with the dynamic of the group anymore. So I, cause I just kind of would like to see Nene blend in with the people more, actually film different scenes with folks. So maybe maybe that'll come because I, I I read about how she wasn't initially (laughs) filming because of um, some challenges, but the challenge is the closet. 
Well, something about, yeah, the closet or whatever. Like that, that was really hard to watch. Like you could feel the anger. Yeah. And they didn't even show everything. Right. And then at the reunion, she just didn't want to answer any questions. She was mad. She took no responsibility. It's just like, at that point, why are you here? If you don't want to talk at the reunion, why are you here? So hopefully with the rest of the season, she kind of acclimates herself more with the group. But as of now, it's just kind of like she's standing on an island alone with Yavanna, who we don't care about, and Marlo, who really just wants to be with everybody. <laughs> like where the action is. Do you think that Nini needs to be humbled in some way? I mean, what could be more humbling than going through a cancer diagnosis? Well, my thing is, has she not already been humble between like the sitcom stuff not right being canceled, out, going to things with Greg, apparently even more infidelity, allegedly whatever. Like, I would think she's already been humbled. But I just, there's this, I don't know. I, I don't want her to leave the show yet, but I will say if it doesn't change by the end of the season, it's kind of hard to watch because there's no joy in her right now. Right. It feels like she is angry that she still has to remain on the show. Yes. But while she's on the show, people should be paying her respect as the queen. But you don't deserve to keep the crown if you're not doing she's the like, job. She's like Cersei or like Nicki Minaj, like just kind of like we get it. We paid homage. Are you still mad? Because technically the show is moving on without you and it's already proven that it could yeah she just she wants to be treated like a queen but she does she just wants to look above and not really involve because candy at this point is really the queen of the show oh my God, and, candy's and doing it's not so much. candy Portia. Portia has really stepped it up and i didn't like her as much either i was like girl how you don't know about the underground railroad given your lineage that kind of but she's she's funny she shares a lot of inf- like she's good I feel like she's so emotionally vulnerable and has done so much and has given so much of herself and is also unrelated to that, but connected to why we love her so funny funny. and so quick in a way that I never, if you had looked at Portia, her first season versus Portia now, two completely different people, but I am truly obsessed with her. Like I love her. I love her. I love seeing her on screen. And it's like, I look at her and then I think about Nini and there's such a disconnect in the cast. And I wonder at what point Nini just becomes a weight bringing everybody else down. That's how I, that's the best way to put it. I think she brings the show down in her current state. I've, I even miss Portia and Nini's friendship. Like, why did that have to sour? Like they were like, Portia was able to bring, like humor back out of Nini, which right. is why I liked her so much initially. She just seems so angry and just kind of she drags it down. And who does Nini have? Genuine question: Who does she have fr- a friendship with or positive relationship with now? Aside from Marlo, who we sort of have to take out of contention because she's not full time. Not Marlo. She, Eva is already kaput. She's mad at Cynthia right now. Even if she might be actually justified in the anger about Cynthia. Because I actually think she has a point in that situation. But other than that, no one. She's kind of cool with Candy, but they never really hung out like that. She definitely does not like Kenya. Um, yeah, I can't think of anybody on the show that she really... And it, and initially last season, at least it started off with, she was cool with Eva and Portia separately, but she was cool with them. But now, eh. Actually, I still would probably keep Nini over Eva. <laughs> the Eva thing, I like Eva on the show. I don't envision a time in which she will be a breakout star for me. And I feel like That's she's it. good in that she can, she and Kenya can trigger each other and that it doesn't seem to ever go into like violence or anything else versus 
this whole thing that allegedly goes down at some point in the season where Nini tries to like spit on Kenya. I have heard about that, which is like that not is, great. Like honestly, if you got it, if you're doing that, it's time for you to leave. But she's not going to leave. But I think if you if that's what you're bringing yourself to, because I think look, that's I just think she's actually debasing herself if she gets to that point. You're trying to spit on somebody on camera. That's where we are. Right. And there's so many other things that you could do. But the other part of it is it's like one or the other with Nini. She'll either go that way where she's violent against a cameraman or whoever yeah. else, or she will totally disconnect from her cast, which she's done in the last several reunions of like, I'm fine. I don't care. You can't get to me. Um, I'm not going to give you a real apology or whatever. At least in the last couple episodes that we've seen, or at least in this past week's episode, she's been like, I'm not going to give you an apology. I don't yeah. I'm not the one that has to account and whether or not I agree with it, at least I'm getting a sense of something that's not going to an 11 from like a physical perspective. And it's also not completely shutting down. She's giving me Nicki Minaj and that actually hurts me. I love Nicki Minaj, but it's just the anger. It's not mm-hmm. you're, you're 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 still you're stuck in that place. It's just too stagnant for me. I need I, she need to talk to Ayanla. No, they would end up fighting. Never mind. Oh my god! That would end, I mean, I would watch it, but they would totally end up like probably fist fighting. And did I actually don't know who would win that. Did you watch the Ayanla Sheree episode? <laughs> I saw parts of it. Oh where she my dragged god! The shit out of Sheree. <laughs> she dragged Sheree for the whole fucking thing and let what's his face Bob get away with everything, that's which prob- I thought was crazy. That's a pattern for Ayanla. I love using Beloved. Um, God bless her for that. But she does that a lot when I watch the show. She tends to punish the woman a lot more than the men. And like Bob is a terrible person. He is a terrible. When and he, he tells those, you he's terrible. Right. When he's like, I would have um, physically assaulted you more if given the opportunity. It's like, what the fuck are you saying? And you're saying it on camera, but I know you've said it off. I actually know. Wait, I saw half of it at least and I couldn't finish it. I thought she was really awful to Sheree. Yeah, it was devastating. I, just Sheree in general, though. She really blew it. She should be. Do you remember um, the celebrity trainer, Jeanette Jenkins? She used to work out with, or allegedly, I don't know, but she had a really strong friendship with Queen Latifah. Oh, yeah. Aren't they still together? Mm. No, because Queen had a baby with somebody. Yes. Right, right, right. I I don't remember the name. Yeah, but there was a long-term, that was her long-term partner. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Sheree should have set herself up as the Jeanette Jenkins of the South. Like, you do celebrity fitness train all these people and then you sell your shiba sheree sweats and athleisure you could have beat not well there's no competing with ivy park but on your love on your scale yeah you could have at least sold some stuff at kohl's by now or walmart or target this was a missed opportunity she could have had a little bit of the what was what's chloe kardashian's show where it's like that thing yes whatever where that. it's like you get a spinoff but it's like revenge body revenge body but it's not revenge body it's like next chapter body right that would have been great for her it would have she's missed out on millions of dollars like that to me i would i would buy some saray twite uh, tights she i would watch the saray workout video she did have randomly a year or two ago some sort of random one-off collection for nordstrom of she by Sheree. it was like one shirt and it sold out in two seconds and i haven't heard anything else since like the people wanted the the we want she by Sheree. they're not inviting her back on the show I feel like Sheree made a strategic decision to align herself with Kim Zolciak. And look what and I got. And it backfired like a motherfucker. And that bone collector shit was stupid. I was like, girl, we, we read about your problems too much on 
the Shade Room, the whatever Jasmine Brands, whatever site you can think of. Us like too much is going on in your life for you not to be telling us. And then you're aligning with Kim Zosiak, who did not need to come back. It was interesting for what it was, but. Yeah, I think Kim buried herself, which I appreciate because she looked terrible. And it was one of those things where, like, you see a horrible person being horrible and you could, like, if I was Andy in that position, it's like you go up to, you, like, you sort of confront them about the shitty thing, but you also just let them talk. Like, when she's in the bathroom freaking out about why didn't I get a positive arc, why didn't I get a positive arc, and he's like, well, you didn't, like, we don't care about your kids. Like, you didn't present that. racist note she ended on at the the end of her run. Twitter created racism or something? Yes. She's she's one of those people, respectfully, the white people who are, like, too comfortable, who, like, just think you around black people a little. Actually, no, it's the equivalent of Marlo. The minute, you know, you, you, you get angry, faggot flies out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And it, Kim was kind of giving that towards the end. I forgot the social media stuff, and she got caught at the reunion. She didn't really understand. Then we had to give – Andy tried to give a lesson, but technically didn't. <laughs> the understand, language to right. give the lesson or understand. It was a big mess. She can stay away. Is that show still on? Um, yeah, I stopped watching it a couple seasons ago because I do not care. And I find it very sad when I look at her daughters and I'm like, oh my God, you look like your mother and your mother is 40. And like, what, what lessons are we teaching? And Kim said in an interview that like Ariana can now get her lips done. She's 18. And I'm like, that's great. Like that's her choice and whatever she wants to do with her body. Fine. But I, it just, my face is frozen. Like Kim after an appointment. Uh, (laughs) Like what? Kim was also that person. You know, she was the only white woman on the show, and she said repeatedly, I don't see color. Like, that's which, some sort of compliment and not enormous sign of privilege, which made me as a white woman incredibly uncomfortable. That is the worst thing to tell a black person, because it is a crock of shit. You know, I will, I mean, this is random. I think Erica Jane would be perfectly fine on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. How so? She's from Atlanta, and she's comfortable around black people. Like, I think there should... Oh, well, not necessarily. It's not a. There could be another white person on um, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I think someone like Erica Jane would be perfectly fine because she's Southern. I know that she gets along with Candy. She gets along with Kenya. There could be another white person on the show who can fit in. Um, I don't know. I just still want a little bit of a shuffle in the cast with Atlanta. I feel like some of the pieces align, but not quite right. I mean, for me, I could not be happier that Kenya's back. I I, thought last season was a complete waste. And the energy that she's bringing, you know, the fact that she's showing up with the fucking, like, drum band. That is is so amazing. It's so perfectly Kenya. Kenya Moore, you blocked me, but you belong (laughs) back on the show. She does. And she I feel like she might have lost a piece of herself when she got married to Mark, Mm -hmm. who seems like someone who wants her to shut the fuck up and be the kind of mother that he thinks she should be one without a voice. And she's getting it back now. A friend took me to Mark's restaurant in Brooklyn. Oh, what's the name of it? It's like, is it just called? No, it's not called Brooklyn. It's. Brooklyn something. It's a it's a relatively generic name. I want to say. Forgot the name. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, the wing slapped. The waiter was trying to hit on the person <laughs> I came with, and I was visibly annoyed. Um, very annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! As much as he was flirting, I was like, "All right, move along. <laughs> Goodbye." <laughs> right. If anybody gonna turn that, it's not you. I've <laughs> been waiting. Move. Um, yeah. No, I'm glad Kenya's back. She's very much from Detroit. I have a, a very close friend who has a picture 
when he was a child. I forgot he was at church or something, and Kenya Moore's in the picture. I think Ooh. it was like the Miss USA days. So Love. Was, yes. So it's, she's like Auntie Kenya then. During her reign. <laughs> yes, the, the queen or whatever it was. Oh no, God. I'm glad she's back. I can say that. Um, Vicky Gumbelson can go. That's a, I didn't mean to pivot like that hard, but she, she can leave. So allegedly she's a friend of the season, except I have seen no indicator of any of the episodes, aside from the fact that she might not be present during certain events, but she's discussed just as much as she would have been she, ordinarily. She literally is talked about all the time. She's always talked about. She should not have. I think she realized. I saw that she said that she would never allow them to disrespect her like that again. I think she was just so happy to still be a part of it that she settled. And then it dawned on her, why would I be settling? Like, yeah, I but think. But that's now. We, uh, yeah. Her strategy has changed. Before she was desperate to be on and would give them anything, which is something that Tamara actually mentioned in the most recent after show when she was like yeah I was super surprised that she wasn't proposed to on camera because that is something that I heard she was going to do and was using as like a negotiating tactic like Tamara <laughs> explicitly said it on the sanctioned OC after show and they fucking showed that shit so they are putting some pressure on Victoria and it was surprising to me and I thought to myself did she not arrange her proposal on camera as a fuck you to them once they said that that wasn't enough to give her a full-time orange it's so good for her yeah and god bless tamra barney uh, for saying it <laughs> that's actually hilarious uh, whatever her last name is judge now. i Sorry, mean tamra she was judge. she's the judge and jury yeah um so yeah that there's an <laughs> ongoing conversation about what should we how do we solve a problem like uh, how do we solve a problem of what is it from how do we what um sound of music how do we solve a problem like maria whatever i can't i'm my i broke my brain i, I just let the queer community down by thank you I'm, <laughs> my and i let the hack community <laughs> down i'm too slow today but how do we solve the problem of vicky and tamra because i have been one of the people saying tamra should leave vicky should leave but now i'm watching the season unfold and i'm like should we just continue to dislike them but have them on camera because the manipulations seem so important to the to the plot? I I don't know if they both can go. Um but I if I had to pick, yeah. I think Tamara still fits more along the lines of like creating conflict. Mm -hmm. Because the thing about Tamara is she is a shit stirrer, but she gives enough of herself, but you're still involved. And she creates new conflict even within the new people. She's a lot more, to me, she's a lot better at acclimating herself with new cast members mm -hmm. and still being relevant. She's a better OG to me than Vicky at this point. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Vicky is, I don't know. I, I, the thing is, I used to, I used to, I, I didn't hate Vicky the way everyone else did. I, she says awful things, not to excuse it. But I don't know, I just, I kind of, I don't know if I need Vicky anymore. City of Nope didn't change your mind? The cancer scam? Oh, that was awful. No, I didn't. I mean, I didn't like her at that point, right, but right, I right. thought she functioned on the show. Yeah, yeah, I hear but you. At this point, it's like, okay, you're engaged again. You're going to get married. Okay, I'm glad your daughter's doing. I actually am very ha happy about Brienne doing really well, mm -hmm. but Brienne don't even want to be there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, bring her back if she, if, if Vicky was off. I don't know that she would allow her daughter to come back, but it would not seem unnatural for Brianna to come back 
for a random cameo at a, an event yeah. that Tamara threw or something. I like, I even like how Tamara and Brian, like, I love how they get along. I don't know yeah. if we just need Vicky anymore. I'm sorry, Vicky. I don't think we do, but I also wonder if we're going to talk about the change in how Portia has changed, but also almost more importantly, how the audience views Portia, the same kind of conversation should happen with someone who is, could not be more different, which is Kelly Dodd, who frightens me, who went from public enemy number one to building an audience that is team Kelly Although that audience is split between people who are team Kelly because they think she energizes the show, even if they don't necessarily agree with her behavior or they do. And the people that are team Kelly because they're anti um, Trace Amigas. I fit into the former. Okay. Um, Kelly, that concerns me. (laughs) Tell me. Tell me your thoughts. She is good for the show, but the way she explodes, um, I mean, I write a lot about trauma in my book, so I don't, and I don't pretend to be like a psychologist, but like something, she's very ticky boom. Yeah. In a way that she goes like from zero to 3,096 and a half, sometimes that's like great for, like great for television viewing, but as just a person watching someone, I was like, is this, is she okay? Who she's, who's she talking to? I do think Kelly Dodd is really good for the show. It's just her blowups are kind of sometimes I'm like, and she's fantastic on Watch What Happens Live because she'll say anything. She makes me so uncomfortable when she goes on Watch What Happens. Well, that's the thing. She makes me I uncomfortable, get so, so I don't know. Nervous because I'm like, what is she? It like gives me actual anxiety because I'm like, what the fuck is she gonna do? That's where I'm stuck on. I think she's good for the show. Her behavior makes me nervous. It's so interesting to me to think about Kelly's behavior because I completely agree with you. And you can tell IRL and as the show films the level of dislike and essentially hatred that Tamara, Shannon, and Vicky have for how combative Kelly is. Right. And I was re-watching the most recent ep and then thinking about it because Kelly is so reactive that there's she's uncontrollable. Yeah. She and I would understand why Shannon said at BravoCon like it's unfair that Kelly is held to a different standard than we are. If I did one thing that Kelly had done, the my world would co- collapse around me and I think there's some truth in that. But also if you're going to talk about someone who crosses lines, Kelly does so in an explosive reactive way. But Vicky puts in the research. Vicky held. She's so calculated. (laughs) Right. Like it's completely calculated. She held over suspicion about Shannon domestic violence like it was bringing a carrot to a rabbit and saying, come nibble. Like she's the scenes for next week. Gina saying, you know, Vicky's con I'm uncomfortable. Vicky's contacting the woman that, that Kelly got in a fight with. She talking about Eddie being closeted, like, or, or potentially being on the DL. Like it's unbelievable. Yeah. Kelly, I worry because she's uncontrollable, but I think anybody that is calculated in how evil they are, that's a, more reasons for me. Like Vicky can go in a pile of the lost housewives or retired rooms. I just like bringing up the, when she brought up the domestic violence thing Oof. at the reunion. Yeah. Um, and I thought, but like I grew up in a home where I saw domestic violence. I just find it really awful and shitty to like pull that out of your back pocket as a way to slap somebody with it. You, it, it wasn't, it, it didn't come from a place of genuine concern. It was tit for tat. And we all know Shannon bless her heart. is so fragile. 
that just was like mean. And then the the Eddie closeted thing, that is so despicable. Like I I get why Eddie does not fuck with her at all. He's fucked Vicky forever. I can tell. Her apology was fine, but the fact that it was calculated and actually not to excuse Kelly Dodd's behavior, because Shannon's point is valid. But when somebody reacts that way because they just can't really control their issues and their, I mean, I, I, I get the sense from Kelly that comes from like her mom, how mm-hmm. she grew up. Yeah. Kelly is working through something. I right. don't think at her core, she's a bad person. I think she reacts violently and is arguably too old to be acting like that. So hopefully she can fix that. Because um, I still think she'd be entertaining on a show. Vicky is so premeditated and just mean. And I just find that really ugly and kind of despicable because I don't know if that like, yeah, it brings drama to the show. But at this point, she's been there so long. There are other ways to be dramatic. There are other ways to create entertaining chaos. There are just other things to do other than to kind of attack somebody's sexuality in that really homophobic way to use somebody's alleged domestic violence, like their beatings as a bludgeon. It's just so nasty. If that, you know, it makes it like it's just. No, you're completely right. I just don't understand at this point, like how much, how low are you willing to sink to stay on here? And you would think getting for all of the work you put in, you still weren't even given uh, whatever they get. Is it orange or something? Yeah. You didn't even get that. And you're still trying to sink lower. I don't know. Vicky can leave. I'm with Wendy Williams on that now. You what? Wendy is a big Vicky fan, and she's like, she is. She loves Vicky. She had her on the show. Oh, that's so weird to she me. She loves Vicky, but as recently, she's she's Vicky'd out. I, I remember that. She's wow. like, Vicky can go. I love that Wendy watches the Housewives shows. I, I do. Love. Too. <laughs> I love. I love that she talks about them again too. Yes. <laughs> I and it's interesting to me that she and Nini have found each other again since that's she so split hilarious with her husband. Because that was a nasty riff. Yeah. Like really, but I like that they get along. Yeah. Although I feel like whenever Wendy has a feud, it's usually pretty nasty. You know, They're, it's never yeah, usually I mean, just yeah, like, we just don't talk to that, each other. That's <laughs> like, it's true. It's usually multi-layered. I, I will say that probably was her ex-husband's fault more so, but yeah. I like that Nini would not, Nini doesn't bend to anybody's will. Mm-hmm. She will go at you if she feels aggrieved. Yeah. Which I respect on some level. She didn't care who you are. She was perfectly fine not doing Wendy Williams' show because Nini was still going to make her money. I like that aspect about Nini. It's just, also, I hope that they're genuinely friends because it gives industry friend. But I think they probably both need each other in a moment like this. Yeah, I think it's good that they found yeah. each other. I like that they get along. It seems like they might actually balance each other out sometimes. Because I think when Nene did the show, Nene was pulling stuff out of Wendy that she probably wouldn't get because they're friendly. Right. And then when Kenny was on the show dragging Nene, Wendy was still like, we are friends. Da, 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 da. And Kenny was like, yeah, that's your friend. But I like that. I like that they found each other. I also feel like entirely separate from Nini, Wendy truly dislikes Kenya. Truly <laughs> dislikes her. You can I can She'll, see it in her eyes where she's like, "Why am I giving you a platform?" You know, because I, I I mean I don't I don't know for sure, but Kenya is a stunt queen, and Wendy, for all of her theatrics, is more organic in how she does the most. Mm-hmm. There's there's not a level of desperation to what Wendy does and I personally I think sometimes when Kenya does stuff it's like it's really desperate like the Ben thing next week is cute and well I don't think it's cute I think it's cute for the show but it's kind of like girl you're annoying I think it's like 
I this went, is where I divide with the Kenya Moore fans. I'm <laughs> like, it's, I was like, oh. I like kind of dying for her right now. I think it's like, I think about it. I went to school for musical theater and it's the difference between BFAs and BAs <laughs> where someone is just like putting in the extra because they are like theatrical with a capital T and Kenya looks at things. It feels like sometimes when she's thinking to herself, how can I strategize? There's the level of like wit, yeah. you know, humor, um, strategy in that way. And then there's also the like, I'm picturing the art of this scene where she's directing it herself. She's thinking of the cinema of Atlanta. Because at her core, Kenya is an actress. She That's is. That's why I think of her as like the com- like the comeback. I'm like, you're getting out all of the acting roles. You, it's not a, it's not Shay. You didn't get certain roles after like I don't know, Trois, two or three, whichever one you did. Maybe it was the original. Sorry, but I don't think she gets a lot of acting roles. And I think this is her venue to kind of let all of that energy out, which I think is probably good for her. But sometimes I personally don't love it. Um, do you think? Um, do you ever envision a world in which Phaedra will return? And is that something that you want? I actually used to really enjoy Phaedra, but. Um, she's never coming back. I I don't see how she's not the greatest liability that could ever, I, aside from Danielle Staub. She literally is, to me, she's more of a problem than Marla will ever be. Completely agree. And I, while I understand, you know, some of the backstory, allegedly Phaedra was fed. By a, a producer? Line. Which I don't believe. I, um, you do? Yeah. Um, I'm on a mic, so let me, let me see how I want to <laughs> say this. Um, allegedly, the producer uh um was the producer working with Todd on the uh Hollywood Divas, a TV one show. Okay. And they had some kind of issues, and so he also was a. I don't know. I like the producer in question. Like, I think he's done really great work. Um, I do wonder because apparently Phaedra mentioned it on the reunion. They just didn't air it that she said his name. Right, right, right. I don't know. You know what? He might have said something in passing because that's what producers do anyway. Right. So I actually don't fault him at at all if it's true. Phaedra still did it anyway, and she lied about it. And she lied told that she told Portia explicitly that it was information she heard from Candy. Yeah. So either she was let's give her the benefit of the doubt, which I truly don't think she deserves. But if we give her the benefit of the doubt, she was given a nugget and she like made a five course meal, and that involved specifically right. explicitly lying and manipulating Portia. And regardless of whether it was something she pulled out of her ass, which I personally believe, or if what you're saying is true, she still knew that what she was doing was factually yeah. incorrect and completely potentially I, ruining someone's reputation actually, and livelihood. Honestly, she might have been given not even half of the information yeah. she claimed she was given, but pulled it out of her ass. I mean, for me, Portia was a li- I mean, not Portia. Um, Phaedra was a liability when she's her clients on camera paying her in cash. <laughs> and I was like, yo, is this what we're doing? So actually, to your point, yo, I don't I mean, I think maybe a producer might have said something. I mean, there might be a nugget of truth to that. But I think either way, she elected to do that. I don't I, I can't see. A, I actually can't see a real life producer being like, let's start a storyline that Candy tried rapes people or some crazy shit. Like right. that is actually vile. Okay. I'll take that back. No, it's just Phaedra. Phaedra's an evil person. She is. And I feel like it's too, I feel like if we're going to talk about ethical, soulful darkness, yeah. she is the darkest, but I feel like it revealed such a deep, dark, evil wound. Yeah. She's evil. That it's unbelievable. It's like unforgettable. 
Candy wasn't has not all. I mean, I like I, Candy hasn't always been my favorite cast member. I've piggybacked back and forth. Sometimes I think she uses the the staff to do mm-hmm. a lot of her dirty work. Okay, but overall, I enjoy Candy. Um, and I I will say I always feel bad for her in that moment because I think her and Phaedra had a genuine friendship. Yeah, and to literally because you're mad or spiteful or trying to get airtime, you would do that not just even to a a coworker or a right. friend. Just a human being, right. you purposely, you, and God bless Portia, but we, Lord knows it don't take much to, I mean, yeah. probably not, she probably is, she's more aware now, but you know. She grew a to, lot yeah, from she's that. Gr- she's grown, yeah, but, but Portia like, before versus Portia after, two totally different people. Yeah. yeah, I actually fuck everything I just said. I don't blame that producer. That's fucking Phaedra. Fuck Phaedra. Because that's the thing, like Phaedra well, knows, Phaedra. I mean. Fuck, sh- her for the, fuck her what she did, but God bless overall. No, I. This is the Catholic in me, recovering <laughs> Catholic in me. <laughs> um yeah i feel like she knew what she was doing because she reminds us every five minutes that she's an attorney at law and also, she should have known better you're on a lawyer floating rape yeah Remember, i'm like because candy really wanted to put a hurting on you i'm surprised she didn't go legal that's why it's so confusing to me that the women on potomac are serving each other because well, that's candy didn't well i think the women of atlanta are um grander in certain ways okay. but not as pretentious Mer- that kind of i don't know regionally it makes more sense to me that the um the potomac housewives would go legal i actually think the house I, I think the housewives of atlanta if they had to fight would fight on camera yeah <laughs> it's just the southernness of it i got it versus the women on there who have like a certain like the no one on atlanta is like the grand dame even though i live for karen but no one God, is like that so much it's, they don't have that pretension that that certain like elevated sense of self not yeah. that there's normal going legal but you know there's a, there's a haughtiness to the real house of potomac totally even though they're kind of like the trash is one of them all <laughs> oh oh my god literally in la you will love this um was like having meetings about stuff right before i went into um a meeting at hello sunshine shout out to reese with oh. guess who i saw and me that i got in my uber randomly michael darby walking by in, in la yeah it was so random and I text the one per- I text oh, a few God. people that would appreciate. Why do they all say, "Did he grab your ass?" I was like, "Actually, no," because I was making sure I didn't. He couldn't see Holy it. Allegedly, shit. I wonder. I was immediately creeped out. He's creepy. Do you think? I mean, I mean. Do what, I believe it? Yes. Yeah. Do you think that he should still be allowed to no. film? Do you think that Candy? Sh- uh, Candy. Do you think that Ashley should have been fired, removed, not asked back? I won't say she deserves punishment for what he did, but. It just is so like this that whole entire season. It's like, girl, you really don't believe this. You are really and w- well, actually, no. Ashley Darby gets on my fucking nerves. Let, let me let it out. Um, I'm getting more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> the shit she did to Monique, trying to accuse her of being an alcoholic on camera. Yeah, knowing that she raises children, knowing how Monique like you threw that out there intentionally. You were hurtful when you brought up Juan allegedly. Juan is so fine, by the way. Um. <laughs> Although Samantha Irby would stab me like I'm blonde, but whatever, girl, he fine. Uh, you're outnumbered. The way she threw that rumor in her face, literally with a smirk on her face, just for sport. The way she threw Karen's, well, her raise by extension, right, 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 financial troubles in her face. She's an awful person, is and she, she talks like Fifeful from American Tale. And it gets on my fucking nerves. <laughs> I don't like her. Is it that <laughs> she's an awful person, or is that she knows the job that needs to get done, and she's willing to do the work? Like, isn't there more That's generous? Like in the most generous way of thinking about Tamra, Tamra 
knows what needs to get done and consistently stirs the pot. And I'm not saying any, I do not like Tamara, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I think she gets away with it more than she should. But don't you think there's a comparison in a good way? I will give you that, but... The, the, and this is why this is what bothers me about Ashley. If you call Tamara on her shit or you bring some mess to her about her or her family or something, she'll acknowledge it. She won't pretend it's not happening. Whether or not you believe whatever she comes up with, I think Tamara is still going to... Tamara's more forthright about a lot of shit in general, even if she's messy, because that and she serves a function. And to your point, Ashley does serve as a function. Problem is, though, you are you just not realizing your man grab Your man has been grabbing asses since the show started. And you're playing dumb this whole time and talking about respecting people's privacy, blah, blah, blah. You literally got joy, visible joy about hitting your coworkers with painful shit. Literally pulled from the headlines and you threw it at them and took joy in that. But when it turns around back on you on some shit that's actually far more provable than some of the things you've thrown at other people, you act all high and mighty. That's what annoys me about her. Or even the thing still about Candace, and this, I sound like a Candace now, but like even the thing about Candace is like mom paying for stuff. I was like, girl, look who you married. Look what you're putting up with. Why do you think we're putting up with it? It's not. Is it really out of true love? Because he like he loves men's asses more than he loves yours, allegedly. I don't know, but I just found that really the fact that she kept jumping around in circles, acting like the, it's literally like the sky is blue, and she's telling you it is a nice shade of turquoise, or like. I don't know. I, I don't, it's I mean, like someone gay people down. I want to have like a nice version of pink, but I couldn't get it out. <laughs> it's like someone's telling her the sky is blue and she's like, it might be green, but I'm looking at it holding my baby and that's all that matters. Right. She decided, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she has lived a certain kind of life and strategy on the show that's been relatively consistent that I've always respected. And then this Michael thing happens and it felt like, especially in the reunion cycle, she threw it all to the wind because she was looking at two different paths. One is calling out the bullshit or acknowledging it in some way or believing it, which uh, who knows? Her world and, and, and B is staying with Michael and getting the finan- financial stability fine, but actually to me more the family. Yeah. Like where she was like, I'm going to put up with this because I'm desperate to have that kid. You yeah, know? and she's taking care of people. Look, I understand the realities. I mean, with Trump's America, then Clowney's probably going to implode or some shit not to get pulled up. But I understand like, girl, you need to pay the rent or right. you have him pay it, mortgage, whatever. But it's just, I, I personally just never have any respect for people who dish and can't take it. And I think in that all season long, you've been dishing for years and it was finally your turn and you just turned a blind eye. For whatever reason, it was annoying to watch. And I actually just find her mean, like so, so mean. So I don't like her. So speaking of dishing and can't take it or maybe not doing that, do you watch Jersey? Oh, yes. What are your thoughts on Jackie V. Tree? <laughs> uh, I just... I. Uh, I just I judge Teresa kind of like by a lower yeah. metric. It's we just, get it. Yeah, we get it. Exactly. We so get it. I just like it's Teresa. Like yeah. lower your expectations. Like right. come on. <laughs> what do you really expect from her? Sure. Um I wish she would learn not to hold such a grudge. Jackie? Like, kind of both. Okay. Well, I think Jack well no. Jackie has a slick ass mouth. Okay. But I think if she apologized, it's time to move on. But Teresa can't let things go. But also, Teresa's anger, well, I guess it will be soon, should be directed at Mar- Margaret. 
Although, no, no. I, look at me. It, it has been slightly passive aggressively. I just remember what Jackie did. Jackie made a joke about the young, alleged young boy. Um, and that scene with Melissa. Jackie's foul. If you really want to start over, you wouldn't be saying slick shit like that. I will say, I still judge Teresa by a lower metric because you understand. Yeah. But one thing Teresa is, well, not with Danielle style, but usually Teresa's pretty good at clocking somebody that feels a way about her. Yeah. She might not be the most, <laughs> whatever, in the room, <laughs> but mama can read people. Sure. So in that situation, Jackie, you shouldn't have said what you said. Teresa has a right to be angry, but I do hope you both can move on because I'm actually exhausted with this beef. It's not that interesting. Yeah, I agree that the beef operationally isn't interesting. I do like that they seemingly really genuinely hate each other. Oh, I it's, it, oh, it's I love I actually, it. I love that tension. I will keep watching it. Yeah, I just, of course. I would, of course. Yeah, I we just, don't have a choice. It's yeah, a binding contract. We, Once you start Bravo, you can't ever end. Even with Jackie, like you did write that about old girl and her kids. Right. Jennifer. Well, I mean, Jennifer, I think, went too far. I think Jennifer... Well, Jennifer did go too far, but it was a... I wasn't... I got that she was annoyed. Jennifer sure. just doesn't have anything to do. Right. Oh, God, I love her this season so much. She see, she seems to take such glee in, like, being a shit star, and I love it. She she understands now the job that she has. She's comfortable. She's, I'm She's rich. comfortable. Yeah. I'm, I'm meant to be the rich, messy person. Mm -hmm. That is my purpose. Yes, I'm cut up, done up, and can do it all. Free free stuff. Yes, my house is grand, even though the decorations are a little... Are terrible. Not very, existent. But gaudy. It's perfect for Jersey. Yeah. I'm, yeah, she's... She's a star now. She's gotten the yes, attention. Her she, first season has aired. And she's like, oh my God, people know who I am. I love this. She's the best new addition that that franchise has had in, in a, a while. really long time because I was personally getting really, really sick of the family shit. Yeah. I, I couldn't take I like when the Manzos left I thought it would chill out a little bit but it, it just never did mm -hmm. I do miss Dina yeah who is West Coast got she's, she's what burgled she got oh, tied she up did. remember that oh my God, I, I think she's that. engaged now to that guy I don't think they got married but they're engaged she it's had another, a habit it's another habit. rich man right yeah, I assume. I mean, she wouldn't. I live for that. I live for Dina. I love for Dina and her like crystals and like yes. all good things. But like she has a way about her. Like she can definitely be passive aggressive and everything she else. Can, but, but I like it. I love that she loves to drive her sister crazy. Yes. And I'm that a, will never end. I'm not a big Carolyn <gasps> fan. How do you not love? Her self-righteousness used to get on my nerves. And sometimes when Teresa would be mad at her, I kind of would get it. But maybe I was a little biased. Really? Like when Carolyn yelled at D Danielle, I got it. But Karen, I mean, Karen, um, Caroline. Caroline can be a little high and mighty sometimes, but maybe that was just me being a meanie. Um, really? I liked how she handled at uh, the Watch What Happens BravoCon about Teresa. She was like, I, yeah. would, I would say hello. And then that was, you know, good. Because what is she doing now? She just announced she's doing a cooking show with her brother, Jamie, whose wedding was um, covered on an old season of Jurors. Congratulations. I'm never watching that. Her, she went on her son, Albie's podcast <laughs> to respond to for like a 44 minute, however long it was, 40 minute interview or conversation to respond to what Tree said on the Joe out of prison special where tree was like, Caroline maybe had something to do with this, blah, blah, blah. And it was, oh, a, Teresa. I would say, even if you're not a Caroline Stan, it's a, an ep worth listening to. I, I it's like listen. ask Albie or something. I haven't listened to a single other episode aside from it, but it's worth it. She is very, very direct. And 
The I, thing with Caroline is even if she's high and mighty, she's smart. And oh, she's smart. And yeah, she, I missed that space. She's more measured. Actually, ugh, like, can you more? No, that's again? okay. I think if Caroline were on the show, I don't really want her on the show. But yeah. if she did, she would bring a level of maturity mm-hmm. and intellect mm-hmm. still missing from the show. Yeah. I do think she could be a little high and mighty and self-righteous sometimes. But to be fair, well, not all the time. Because I'm still like Dina. Like when Dina would call her out on stuff, I'm like, I, I, I agree with Dina. But mm-hmm. that is still missing from the show. Mm-hmm. But I, I could I could never see Caroline again and be fine. I wish her well, though. I, I'm not watching the cooking show, but I hope. Wait, where is it going to air? I think on like YouTube, maybe. Cute. I hope she gets the hits. Hope they get the sponsorship. I'm totally going to watch it. I haven't watched it yet if it's up, but I, w- I plan to. I want it to do well. I, I just will personally well. never watch it. <laughs> okay, got it. You're not making a reservation at the Brownstone anytime soon, I but will you will give it a spiritual five stars yeah. in your heart. But Yelp. if Dina wanted to drink rosé, I would rush to that. Some yeah. Fabellini, perhaps. Yes. <laughs> so, listen, I can't let you go without talking to you about Married to Medicine. My favorite thing in life, the Beyonce of the Bravo Network. <laughs> so, have you loved it since the first season? I did not love the first season. Okay. My first introduction to it was the fight scene. With Toya and Mariah? Where Lu- Miss Lucy was banging oh, her yeah, purse yeah, on yeah, Toya's yeah. head. Oof. Which, my thought was, why do they have... Doctors fighting on scrapping on Bravo. What right. is that? What is this? And then the second season, yeah, hooked me. Yeah, that is the most. Not even just Bravo. That's one of the. I think now more than ever, a lot of these shows are so formalic, mm-hmm. and people lean into that, especially in Atlanta, because mm-hmm. they couldn't wait. Bless their hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say Atlanta is like I'm from Houston. Okay, it's like Houston pretending to be LA. So sometimes it's like people trying to be Hollywood, but like their country. Yeah. It's like goatees with pretension, which sometimes <laughs> has its purpose, but not always. So I didn't like them scrapping, but then I got into the second season. It's one of the most honest shows yes. on television. And they're very relatable. Like I can really literally picture every type of woman on that show yes. that's in the cast. Yes. So it's on a like just really, really relatable. Um I love the show. This season, um, not wowing me like the last two have, but I still find it very much entertaining, more entertaining than many of the uh, Real Housewives franchises right now. I felt that way for a while about it. Um, I did not love Dr. Heavenly initially. Mm. I'm obsessed with her. Agreed. Um, I was telling you a little before this, everyone should watch Dr. Heavenly's YouTube recap. Which I've never seen. Because they are actually better than some of the episodes God, this season. I love her so much. Because literally she just turns on a camera and she starts talking. And it's so, she's so fantastic because she clearly does not give a fuck. She doesn't, <laughs> but she's also like the shit with her, her reaction, even though it's yeah. incredibly hypocritical, to daddy, you know, oh. going to a strip. And the anger that she had to her producer when they're like, can you talk about it? And she's like, I absolutely refuse to talk about it. And she looks like she's doing the thing that I always do, which is when you get really angry, you tear, you get teary, yeah, like no. you're going to cry. Like she looks like she's going to burst. The tears were a warning to back the fuck yes. off before she pops off. She actually, on the last recap, which was hysterical, was like 30 minutes, 25 minutes. Oh my God, I'm going to watch it right after this. I can't wait. She said she wasn't sure if she was going to be able to recap the episode yet because she's still mad. She's like, I might be downstairs whooping somebody ass. Holy shit. And also, Dr. Damon is my one true love. It's like if you ask me which house husband I would want to genuinely marry, I just pivot directly to Married to Medicine. He's he's actually, I could see why he was the one getting the most ass last night at the strip club because he's like the most. He's so warm. He's warm. He's handsome. 
it, if you're into the Dr. Damon type, he's yeah, really yeah. the perfect. Yeah. It. I, I like him. And yeah. he's very sensible and like nice. Yeah. I can tell he doesn't really run anything around that. And he's fine with that because she just calls him dad. I was like, that's your kink. That's not because of. But, you know, like in the boudoir, he's taking charge. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And she likes that. She they, loves they, it. They, they have a good time. That's when that daddy really kicks in. Right. They're nasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good for them. Like they're, but I I love Doctor Heavenly. I I used to hate, and I've written about this when they kept bouncing around Maritime Medicine on different nights, mm-hmm. like moving it to Friday, so moving disrespectful. It to Saturday. I was like, this show actually has a loyal following, and right? It's fantastic. Don't love the Married to Medicine LA spinoff. That was not good. It's coming back. It is. Yes. Um. And funny, and I only know this because my niece, um. I'll just say is a pre-med student and they filmed somewhere <gasps> and she was so excited, but I thought it was like actually married to medicine, but I was like, Oh, that's still cute. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you'll look amazing, but I don't love married to medicine. I, I didn't love- like the cast. Yeah. It's, they remind me of what I don't love about LA. Okay. And they're playing more up to, right. I just like the, the, like the Atlanta women, they're normal. Right. I just, and what I do love about Dr. Heavenly's YouTube recaps is that she drops the fourth wall like when she says Buffy yell, shut the fuck up. She said, do y'all really think I sat there and let Beth Buffy <laughs> tell me to shut the fuck up? Oh. And then we're like, well, like y'all know we get paid per episode. Why are you not going to invite her to that vacation? That's and she exactly was right. very defensive about Dr. Jackie. She's like, Jackie shouldn't have said it. But that bitch been talking about um, being infertile this whole damn time. She brings it up every fucking five seconds. I'm paraphrasing, but I'm not that far away. She really don't like Buffy. And she doesn't like Buffy because Buffy's kind of like the Yovana of the show. Like when they brought out jo- what an insult to Buffy, by the way, <laughs> you know, I Buffy means well. But girl, when you hosted something and you have Jocelyn Hernandez, the Puerto yeah. Rican princess from Love and Hip Hop. And apparently they are like apparently Buffy. Um, Heavenly said this in a YouTube recap. Buffy and Toya had exchanged words online. So it's not like you didn't know her. So oh, when you God. invite Jocelyn, like I don't mind the fact that I know this is all set up and to an extent, but that seemed felt too obvious right felt too thirsty yeah and it's actually what i don't want from married to medicine mm-hmm. i don't want jocelyn around the medical community yeah i mean i want her to get treated but i don't want to watch it and i want her fighting doctors <laughs> so apparently because she was like yelling at eugene like <laughs> ready to squabble and she's a i don't and know eugene she is wo- like an angel sent from heaven yes. he's so sweet and so wonderful all the guys on the show sorry, aside from scott like, do you know what heavily said about one of the recaps about eugene no she said Eugene is a lazy bitch's dream. <laughs> she is always talking about how Toya doesn't She's work. She's <laughs> not wrong. No, it was perfect. <laughs> that got, I'm like nervous for them with that house or that two-story yes. closet. I am nervous, but I also feel like they get it. They understand. They made some choices, you know, kind of restructured their lives. And they are now living in this ba- bajillion dollar mansion i'm sure they can uh, i agree with heavenly they can probably afford it because they built it themselves right but should they but have to? when she's talking about custom furniture she was like all right now yeah. and she said don't rely on this show because <laughs> as you know toy don't work <laughs> for yeah I, I love i know the show is technically work but like they all have the other one women have multiple jobs right dr simone has was a little too mean has gotten meaner though have I, you noticed? I completely have. And I don't know why that is. It's, they're kind of sometimes jealous of Miss Quad. 
Um, you think that Dr. Simone is jealous of Claude? What, jealous of the freedom? Or the- I don't, I don't, I, sometimes I wonder, are they jealous that Quad is the only one who's really, like Dr. Jackie still does things outside of it, but doc, like Quad has a whole nother show on another network. Right. And Which does not make sense to me. But sometimes I think they're like envious of it. I do know Mariah to me can go. I know she is like, this is what her idea, she initially put it together. But I think she comes, she sometimes brings a darkness to the show that's unnecessary. Because what I really love about Married to Medicine is that they're genuinely all friends, or at least they mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. And Mariah, more often than not, is the person responsible for messing that up. I would agree with that in past seasons. I feel like Mariah is now a spiritual friend of, and it's the best positioning for her, where it the is. plot isn't dependent on her. But she, she wants it to be. And she and Toya seem to have a genuine friendship they now, do. which is shocking, but great. And I feel like it's better when she's not in. I agree with you. I feel like it's better when she's not in the thick of things, when yeah. she's like on when she's sort of almost observing what's happening. I don't mind her in that mother superior role yeah. and doing her shady Mariah shtick. It's fun. But her thing with quad is so draining to watch because it's clearly never going to solve itself. Right. And so she just kind of ends up inflicting that on the entire group. Mm-hmm. Cause like some of the riffs this season, I'm like, this is Mariah's fault indirectly or actually directly i still when she says cocaine at the reunion i i wish i could actually make that magical (laughs) (laughs) alert (laughs) if anyone has that audio please send it to me (laughs) send it um what do you think of contessa and scott after last night yeah they're not gonna make it so i didn't realize she gave up the military neither did i and becoming the head of what does she want to become the head of she wants to be surgeon general right and So, so she quit school for him so she's quit Two life goals right. for a man who couldn't even apparently give her a few months to like rush through a program that probably in of itself was like, and I'm team, t- I'm team, I'm, I'm team Contessa. Yeah. Sky I better figure it out. I also never liked Contessa. I, felt I did like not she like her either. So extra and the shit with Toya I thought was completely insane. And I think that Contessa actually believed it, which was like yeah. worse for me. But I feel for her now because I mean, the way that they positioned themselves when they joined the show, it seemed like they had an incredibly stable, yeah. happy marriage. And, and that's why Married to Medicine is so good because it removes everything. I mean, the realest scene, truth, honesty, anger, resentment, love, connection, hope that has ever happened on any show in the Bravo canon was the announced divorce and then oh, yes. marriage repair between Dr. Simone and Cecil. That I'm was unbelievable. Amazing. I've that, watched it so many times. But that's because they're actually friends and generally cared about each other. And they really all felt one just to save a marriage right that was just uh, to everything you said it's like lovely watch i did not like contessa at first Mm. um oh my god but i i kind of i've warmed to her Mm -hmm. she seems to let her guard down a lot Mm -hmm. and now i just feel really sad for her because i didn't realize now the whole storyline is basically you're a woman who gave up all of her dreams for a husband that can't support you enough maybe there's another side to that but just from the optics alone and you're on a show about marriage yeah. and i still love that um the r&b singer um donnell jones's mom was initially the nanny 
Wait, who? Do you remember the nanny? that? Oh, the awful nanny. Yes. So there's a singer, Donnell Jones from the 90s. Okay. um, Had a few platinum albums, had a song. His biggest hit was like, you know, what's up featuring Left Eye. Okay. It was so random that Donnell Jones's mama was like the cursing out. Meemaw, Medea. <laughs> Holy shit. And has never Contessa. been seen again. That woman was awful. Oh, terrible. Like, wow. I like, you're trained. I, you really can't be put. I, <laughs> I was like, how bad did you need a nanny? How bad did you need a surrogate mother right. that you were willing to put oh, up with this? That's also what it was. It was she, her mom. She was, was replacing her mom with someone who did not deserve to be considered in that role. I was like, girl, this money should be spent on therapy and healing. For real. Because if that's your mom, you're going to need whatever and now she's replaced that mother i don't know yeah i don't even know who i she's felt really with. bad for contessa after last night yeah god it's dark i can't believe we're ending on um I'm, it's dark uh, well <laughs> i i will i will i i can encourage everyone to laugh at dr heavenly with me and also if you do not like married to medicine la and i'm in that bucket i have told people to watch Southern Charm New Orleans, which is a much better. I just replaced the name in your head because Southern Charm New Orleans is all about marriage and relationships and is much more interesting with a much more diverse in like personality, energetic cast than L.A. ever was to me. I've been told to stop fighting the feeling and give in to Southern Charm New Orleans because I will watch now. And how many, it was two seasons. I feel like the first season was nothing and the second season is good. Well, I will skip to the second because actually yeah. I, I know it didn't. the first season of Vanderpump Rules didn't wow me. The second moving on right. is why I'm hooked now and cannot wait. I'm actually really sad it's not coming out in December like usual in the January It's now. January, yeah. Broke my heart, but starting out 2020 with a bang, I'm fine. Do you think, um, who do you think will last longer, Jackson, Brittany, or Tinsley and Coupon Cabin? Uh, maybe Brittany. Yeah, yeah. Because the Lord is driving her more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think Tins- the Lord instead of the promo I, code. I think Tinsley. Congratulations, slash girl. Are you sure? Um, talk about giving up a career for a man who doesn't deserve it. Right. I just. What's wrong with? Bless God, God bless Tinsley. Because honestly, we could, I could take the mom. Mm. Her mom is amazing. Dale is everything. Dale could add Jill Zarin, add Dale, <laughs> have them go out with Ramona, <laughs> and read oh her to her rights. That's a full season in and of itself. I'm in. Good luck. I'm worried, Tinsley. Um. Okay, you need to come back immediately because we did. We barely. We didn't even talk about New York, and I'm we need so to. And I feel like we could talk more about New Jersey forever and ever. And yes. amen. And I also. If you have any bonus questions about New York? I'm happy to take them though. I mean, okay, whose team? Um, Bethany Carroll. Ooh. Ooh. Um. Initially, Carol. Carol by the end, Bethany. Okay. And um, Lou, stay on the show. Go. Stay. Jill Zarin, Apple or no? Yes, Apple. Um, Sonia, will she be okay this season or is it a lost cause? I've been hearing rumblings. Is she ever okay? And Ooh. Oh, I did read a little something that apparently she's having a much harder... Sonia's really sad to watch because it's like... Like, God, that house. I know. That house is technically worth millions, but it looked like, well, you saw it. Yeah. I worry about Sonia. And the way she still gets caught up in the rapture of the whole Morgan thing, it's 
girl, it's over. It She's is. another one. She could have remade all of this by now. She could have been Lisa. She could have been the Lisa Renna of the Northeast. The toaster, I would have. Who owns a toaster oven? I do not. I am still waiting for a Sonia Morgan toaster oven. It's unbelievable she didn't I do it. I would have gotten a toaster oven. I might have bought my mom something from the Sonia Morgan collection on QVC. Yes. My mom would have known, not known what I was talking about. Probably threw it at me if I told her after the fact. Oh, my God. But I'm sure it would have been cute. Yes. Um, Sonia's kind of. I get really sad when people waste their white privilege. <laughs> like, oh no. You know, girl. Sexy like, Jay. <laughs> oh no. I'm worried about Sonia though. I'm gonna lift her in prayer. Um, well, I don't even need to lift this episode in prayer because it was poetic and magical and holy from the start. I've had an amazing time. Um, tell the people where they can pre order your book. Uh, my book is you can pre-order wherever books are sold. I do know certain outlets will not charge you until the week of. You oh, prob- that's nice. You probably know which one. It's the really big one, but I support indie bookstores and everybody because yes. I need everybody to stock me. But yes, I am um, on Atria Books, which is a subsidiary of Shaman & Schuster. So wherever oh you go, go and punk your local bookstore to make sure mine is ordered and stacked up in the front because I do move my copies to the front if they don't do it. Um, oh my God, we that's all, amazing. We all we got. <laughs> <laughs> and where can people follow you online? I am... On Instagram and Twitter at Young, spelt the normal way, S-I-N-I-C-K, Young Cynic. It's actually, you know, blogs used to be a thing. Oh, my God. Young Cynic was my rap name, and now I'm just stuck with the name forever. Yay! Uh, I'm basically, um, well, you know, Young Jeezy even gave up Young. I'll just be Young Cynic when I'm, like, 79. It'll be ironic. But, yes. I'm into it. Young, S-I-N-I-C-K. I'm around. And, guys, if anybody has a um, connection or wants to slide into Keonce's DMs, tell her to unblock. You need to be able to bear witness. Yes. Un- uh, I'm not going to beg, but Kenya Moore, if you feel like unblocking me. Do it. Maybe we can actually reconnect, you know. For real. It's I, a whole new chapter. I like Detroit people generally maybe we can actually figure it out she made that donation to detroit public schools that nini never did she's oh, she's she charitable did. and you know what just the for worst Kenya, thing Nini's ever I, done. i will twirl out of the door oh yeah but actually it's now so i don't want to bust my ass i'll twirl later i mean you're gone with the wind fabulous no matter what that is the sweetest thing you could tell me thank you <laughs> guys i am so excited to read the wait I want to say the name of your first book again because I can't date Jesus love sex family race and other reasons I put my faith in Beyonce I have two flights on Thursday I'm going to San Miguel oh yeah day I end day did not google anything related to the uptick in violence before I made my purchase <laughs> so Every single person that I've talked to has been like, oh, do you want to get shot? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I'm definitely going to pray for you later. Thank uh. you. Um, if you are in a drug cartel, just rate the pod five stars on right. iTunes and just don't maybe, harm you. Don't harm me. It would be great. Um, so I'm so excited to read the book Yo, on the plane. You. That's going to be magical. That is the only item I'm bringing with me to Mexico. Because what else do I need? Yes. I mean, for real. Um, Put it on your Instagram that sells books. Your Insta story is enough. I'm well, gonna, you've already done enough, actually. So No, I'm doing that immediately after this. We're going to take maybe a selfie yeah. for IG. And guys, Twitter at Sarah Galley, Insta at Dame Galley. And of course, I'm going to be posting a ton of crazy shit while I'm in uh, Mexico. So stay tuned for that. This was a total pleasure. I can't wait to have you back so on. This was great. Thank you. Uh, my pleasure. And um, mazel on everything. Thank you. 
really exciting. Um, okay, guys, let us know your thoughts and feels, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.